Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Now, of course, we are getting uh, ever closer to Election Day. October 16th is the municipal election, so that means voting for mayor and city council. That also means uh, voting for uh, school board trustees. Yeah, I get the sense that maybe more so this time around, there's a lot of interest in, in school board elections. I think there's been some controversy around the Calgary Board of Education and maybe concern about you know math scores, curriculum, these kinds of issues too. So maybe people are more plugged into all of this. Uh, one issue that came up recently uh, was highlighted uh, by the education minister, David Egan. We talked about it with him as he was talking about the preliminary findings of this uh, audit. Is, is the lease that the Calgary Board of Education is in a, a very expensive lease in a very expensive building? And why that decision was made and the kind of impact that's that's having. So I wanted to touch on, on that issue in particular, but uh, joining us on the line is uh, Trina Herdman, is a CBE trustee running for re-election in wards uh, one and two. Trina, thanks for making some time for us here. Thanks for having me, Rob. Uh, now, you were first elected uh, last go-around, right, four years ago? Yep, 2013. Uh, are you hearing different things this time around uh, at, at the doors? Are, are, are people concerned about the, the way things have been going at CBE? I think the issues in education when you're at the doors are pretty similar from election to election. People want to have an education system that's best for their kids or for their grandkids or for their nieces or nephews. Everyone knows a student in public education. And they're usually concerned about the issues that affect that child. So while as a larger community, we might be having these larger conversations, I would say at the doors, it's pretty specific to individual student needs and whether or not they're getting the supports they need. Mm-hmm. What did you make of the, um, the education minister's uh, announcement of an audit, uh, the preliminary findings of that audit? What, did it tell you anything in particular? Well, I was really excited when the minister announced that he was doing a review, actually, because it's um, I had called for an independent review before. Um, the board decided not to due to the cost. So I was excited that the minister was going to take this on and do, uh, do a re- review to see if we are spending money as efficiently as possible. Um, he says that this is just a preliminary review, and there was nothing really in those five pages that gave us any indication as to whether or not he felt further efficiencies could be found. I mean, he did talk about the lease, which is a large amount, but it's something that we have reviewed um, externally as well as internally, and we have looked at many different options, and unfortunately, there's no way of getting out of that lease without it costing more in the long term. Yeah, so we're sort of stuck with it then. Yeah. From all intents and purposes. But yeah, you're right. I mean, $13 a year is a lot of money. I guess it's a relatively small percentage when you look at the CBE's overall budget, but but it certainly stands out, doesn't it? Oh, yes. And it is everyone always points to that building as a symbolism of the CBE. And it, it's, it's unfortunate because all the people that made the decision are no longer there. Um, 
but it's something that we're stuck with and we have to live with. And so we just have to work that much harder in order to gain trust with the public. Uh, now, when was that, that lease signed? Uh, I believe it was in 2008. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, do, do we know, though, why that decision was made? What, what can we say about that? All of those decisions were made in camera, so I really wouldn't be able to tell you. Yeah, I mean, it, it's certainly curious. Uh, the mm-hmm. decision was made, and the lease was signed, and it runs, uh, was it 2031, I think it re- I read somewhere? Yes, that is when the lease ends. Wow. Uh, it, it is frustrating. Now, I, I think the point's been made that, you know, it's it's a small percentage of the budget, but it's certainly money that could be much better spent in, in schools, couldn't it? Well, you look at $13 million, and yes, it's less than 1% of the total overall budget. But as a total amount, it is, as you say, significant. Now, obviously, even if the lease didn't exist, we wouldn't have just an extra $13 million hanging around. Our head office staff need to be somewhere, and there would be operating costs for that. Um, but even if a majority of that were able to go back into classrooms, it would not solve all our problems by any means. I mean, for the past six of seven years... We have not been funded for growth plus inflation. So every single one of those years, we have been having to find more efficiencies, cut our budgets more, and we've had to make a lot of tough choices. There's some who proposed regarding the lease that maybe we we could renegotiate it. Do you you think that that's unrealistic? We are always looking for options um, in our examinations of the lease, and we have gone externally as well to get other external opinions that there is no possible way but i am i welcome anyone to come and help us see if they can renegotiate it what about the busing issue what are you hearing uh from from people about the decisions that were made and does that need to be revisited i do think that we need to have a larger discussion around transportation i mean the decisions were made on a quicker timeline than the cbe would have liked due to bill one i mean usually when we make decisions like that we go out and do a wider community engagement but due to a bunch of factors we just had to do it quickly so in 2015 you may remember transportation was a huge issue um, with congregated stops and the trustees actually with administration reversed that decision and went out and did a huge consultation. So a lot of the changes that were made actually came out of that consultation that we did two years ago. Interesting. Uh, all right, so uh, October 16th is election day. Do you get the sense that uh, be- because, you know, some of these issues have, have come up lately that we're likely to see uh, a higher turnout this year than 2013? Well, I, should hope. I certainly hope so. Um, but... It is very difficult to get people engaged in trustee elections. I mean, we don't have big money behind us or yeah. <laughs> huge campaigns, so it is difficult to... And we have huge areas, two city wards. I mean, that's right. bigger than a area that an MP would cover in Calgary. So it is very difficult to connect with as many people as we'd like to. All right. Well, Trina, thanks for making some time for us here this afternoon. Appreciate this. No problem. Thanks right. for having me. Take care. That is Trina Herdman uh, running for re-election in wards one and two. As she said, the uh, trustees uh, overlapped two wards. Uh, so she was first elected to the CBE uh, board in 2013, running for re-election this year. 403-974-8255 is a number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.